You're listening to Tips with T, and I'm your host, Tiara, but you can call me T. I'm looking forward to sharing with you guys my journey of becoming an entrepreneur. Plus, I will discuss tips on how to achieve that financial freedom that you have been looking for. So stay tuned. Hey, you guys. Thanks for listening in to this episode of Tips with T. On today, I have Mr. Lyle with us. Hey, Mr. Lyle, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, Tierra? How you feeling? I'm feeling great. How are you today? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So thank you for being a guest on the show today and tell us more about yourself and what you do. Uh, first and foremost, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the show. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Lyle Tard. I am a 20-year uh, United States Air Force uh, retired uh, veteran. So I just got out in 20, uh, 2020, uh, January of 2020. Uh, it was really, really fun ride. And now uh, I, I'm running my own uh, leadership company, Impact Serving Leadership. We started in 2018 officially. And uh, pretty much the premise of, of, this, uh, of this leadership uh, service in this company is to prefer others above ourselves in a way uh, that makes people feel uh, significant and seen and valued. Um, me, I, I, I learned this lesson through hard knocks. I went through a lot of ups and downs and ebbs and flows. Um, I'm the type of person that you kind of have to um, tell me, you know, a couple of, a couple of different times. I'm a little bit hard headed. And so when people try to tell me I wasn't going to be able to uh, do something, I went against the grain. Um, when people told me I had to step over people to become a big leader, I was like, that's not true. And that's how I ran into serving leadership. And, uh, and I found a calling. I found a passion. And here I am today. Uh, married, got two kids, 10 to 9, been married for 16 years. Um, we live in Washington, D.C. Awesome. Awesome. So tell us about how you transitioned from military to entrepreneurship. How was that journey for you? Yeah, it was interesting. It's very tough. So uh, I'm an enlisted member. There's two kind of spheres of um, the military when you come to the United States Air Force, the enlisted and officer. Officers are the people that kind of are the head honcho leaders. And then uh, the enlisted folks are kind of the backbone, uh, making sure all of the things that the officers get orders for are actually uh, getting done. And so as an enlisted person, uh, the mindset and the mentality is to be a, uh, a leader while you follow. And it does not necessarily trend into entrepreneurship. What typically happens is members of the military, the Air Force that are enlisted, go into a job somewhere when they get out. And then they say, okay, I'm sick of this. I'm going to go start my own thing. Uh, well, I skipped the middleman because I knew uh, around 15 years in that the way I was doing things in life within the military was not how I wanted to live the rest of my life. I had a vision. I had a passion. And I wanted to be able to allow that thing to grow and, and become something that affects the world in a little bit different way. Now, the transition um, is really, I don't like the word transition when we talk about leaving the military and going into anything else, entrepreneurship, uh, just back into the civilian lifestyle, because it's a transformation. Now, I've done a paper, I've done papers on this, so I'm not going to give you uh, the real, real deep stuff on this, but it's just this simple. When I came into the United States Air Force when I was 20 years old, they transformed my life. They said, hey, listen, Lyle, you're not going to be who you used to be all your life. We're going to take you through a six to eight week process, and we're going to completely transform you. Right. And then when you get out, of the, when you get out of the military, they say, hey, you know what? Thanks for your service. Really appreciate you. OK, here are a couple of little tools. You know, what I'm saying here's a couple of classes. You know, what I'm saying here's this thing. You know, we'll give you a couple of couple of dollars. I'll holler at you. 
I'm like, well, that don't work because we have to be transformed. We've got to be, we've got to be reinitiated back into this new world. And so uh, entrepreneurship is a whole new world. It is very, very different than anything else a person is going to do. Um, and, and you need to be the same type of care that was put into getting me in the Air Force should have been helped to get me into entrepreneurship. And so I had to go find that stuff out on myself. So it's been a little bit difficult. It's been a little interesting for the family. We've been used to doing certain things and we're not used to doing those things anymore. And so uh, it, it's kind of walking with two left shoes on a little bit. Uh, but it's been fun. It's been interesting. We learned a lot about ourselves during this time. So when did you discover who you were or who you are during that process? Yeah, um, and that's, that's an interesting question. Um, I, I, would, I would probably phrase it a little differently. I probably would say I'm still discovering who I am. And I think it's going to be important for your listeners to hear that. You know, it's, it's not when you discover fully who you are that you start to embark on a certain journey. When you learn a lesson, you need to apply it immediately. That's what's been happening with my own life. As soon as I learn lessons, I apply it to my life immediately. Now, a lot of times we're afraid to learn lessons because we're afraid to fail. And we're afraid to ask questions. For some odd reason in our society, in our culture, failing and asking questions sounds like weakness. No, that's how you become stronger. That's how you get better. So I'm still discovering who I am, but I have a core. And a lot of that core comes from all of the mistakes I made all of the missteps that I've made and all of the, uh, all of the misdealings I've had, all of the, uh, all of the questions that I should have asked that never went answered. Uh, that's when I just started to discover what I'm passionate about, where the depths of me really are, where I felt energized and where I felt focused. Mm -hmm. And so in doing so, I, I, I just started to learn like, Hey, the more questions I ask, the more vast I'm going to be. And the more I'm going to understand, the more of myself is going to be revealed. I'm big into emotional intelligence. Uh, Tierra, I'm so big into it. And the more we become self-aware, the more we can understand our strengths and our weaknesses, but the also, but also the way we, the more we can connect with other people because we start to see their strengths and their weaknesses and understand how our strengths and our weaknesses connect to, uh, repel or attract those other people. And it makes you a best, better entrepreneur, the more emotionally intelligent you are. Awesome. Awesome. So why do you think it's so important for us on our journey to create our own narrative? Oh yeah. Um, see, listen, I'm, I'm just like in this war. I'm in this war with being normal. I can't stand the whole idea of being normal. Everybody wants to be normal so much, some, so much. I see it in movies. I see it on TV shows. People talk about, man, I just want to be normal. And now during COVID-19, oh my goodness, everybody wants to get back to normal. And it just don't make no sense to me. Why would you want to get back to something that's gone? Why would you want to get back to something that's just like everyone else? The reason why it's important to create your own narrative is because you've been uniquely formed. Um, whatever your whatever your persuasion is, when you look whether you look at DNA, whether you're a faith person, it really doesn't matter what walk of life you're from. You are a uniquely created person. And why wouldn't you want to put your own unique stamp on the world that you live on, on the people that you're around? Why would you want to just be a, a, a limited face in the crowd? Why would you want to be just like the Joneses? Why would you want to be just like everybody else? No, you want to be able to write your own narrative, have your own story, and you don't want to be normal. I'm in this really like, like this hate, hate relationship with normal. There's nothing about me that's normal. I don't want it to be like, I, I want to be able to relate to people, but I don't want to be the same 
as people. So it's imperative for me to tell my story, to have my story be so unique that other people would know when they hear my story that it's definitely me and it's not a carbon copy of anyone else. See, we can learn from other people, but we don't want to be other people. It's going to be important, especially if you're going to be an entrepreneur and you want to grow your own business and have your own following, um, do anything uh, that you might deem successful. You're going to want to write your own narrative. Hope that helps. It does help because like I try to tell my um, clients that I deal with, it's important for you to realize who you are when you're creating your own brand um, because you're branding actually yourself, um, your value, your culture, what you what makes you you that's what you're actually branding so i try to tell people it's, it's very important to make sure hey i'm doing this because you know it's something that you really want to do and it's something that is a part of you and who you are than whether you're trying to implement what someone else is doing because what they does work for them might not work for you so right. it's important for you to know who you are as a person and what works for you so you can attract those different followers or those people that you're trying to target. So that's very interesting. Yeah, that's interesting that you say that because I actually have, I just hired a branding expert. <laughs> and so that's just a new wrinkle in me discovering who I am because uh, people to understand yourself from someone else's perspective is very, very fascinating. Mm -hmm. and, and I've had a lot of pushback, you know, just trying to understand some things like, hold on, what does that mean? If you say this or do this, you look this way, or you, you know, I mean, that's the reason why I'm wearing the shirt that I'm wearing today, because, you know, mm -hmm. uh, you know it's, all, it's all a part of the branding, you know, uh, to be able to showcase yourself to other people and be able to, um, to, to, to accent yourself and, um, uh, and, and create your own narratives that other people can really understand you. Right. So you wrote a book. So tell us more about your book. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's funny. Um, I saw that question and I'm like, okay, which one am I going to talk about? <laughs> um, Cause I'm in the middle of writing a book, uh, which is fun. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about full service. Um, uh, full service is an ebook and uh, uh, it, it's called full service. Uh, how, how to give everything away to, um, I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, how to remain happy, healthy, and whole uh, while giving everything away to others. And see what happened was I was watching, um, a, a, I was listening to a podcast and this lady who's a multimillionaire, uh, she has a, and she has an amazing cause. She is helping women who have been human traffic, uh, women who have been, uh, you know, put in some type of, uh, precarious position, um, drugs, alcohol, you know, like I said, human trafficking, um, uh, don't have any significance worth of value. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, she's built a multi-million dollar, uh, nonprofit. Um, based on helping these individuals. So, I mean, uh, to anybody that's doing that type of work, I'm thinking, hey, I want them to have some money. You know what I'm saying? I want them to get the cash. I want them to get the ends and the dividends, right? I want them to be successful because they're changing the world, right? She's in a conference. She's sitting down. This woman is giving it, right? She's speaking. And she said, hey, if you are in this room and you are not happy with your life, raise your hand. And in that moment, she realized with all the things that she was doing, all the things she had going on, all the, things, all the wonderful things she was doing, she said, no, I'm not happy with my life. And she put her head down in shame, but she shot her hand up in the air. And my, I was like, what is that? What is that? And immediately it came to me. There are people out there doing great things. They're doing amazing things, but they're not happy with themselves. Right. Especially, especially if they're doing things for others. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I got to be able to help these people. As a servant leader, I've got to be able to help people. And um, I thought about, uh, at the time I was living in New Jersey, 
And one of the frustrating things about being in New Jersey, uh, among other things, is that when you pull up to the gas station, uh, you get out but you can't pump your own gas. There is an attendant right there mm-hmm. ready to pump your gas in the state of New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's so odd, especially if you're from anywhere else in the country, that somebody else is going to pump your own gas. And there's something that has to happen internally. If you're used to doing things yourself mm-hmm. and you have this uh, moxie, you have this, uh, you have this bravado about yourself that I'm just going to get it done on my own to sit there and allow somebody else who's your able-bodied, right? You allow someone else to pump your gas. Um, and, and, and I saw the little sign that hung over that said full service. I was like, yep, yep, that's it. That's it. How do we allow other people to be full service attendants? How do we, as able-bodied people, as able-bodied entrepreneurs, how do we allow others to be full service attendants in our lives? And so this ebook is all about how in the world to allow uh, someone else to come in. How you um, how you kind of lay yourself bare. How you how you be vulnerable mm-hmm. and uh, and allow um, how, allow yourself to be happy and healthy uh, while you give your way your life away to other people. Awesome. So I know you 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 express servants leadership a lot. So why do you feel like that is so important, especially today in our society? Oh man, that's a great question. I think uh, actually I think listen, I mean thinking about I'm just thinking about the things. Um, that that we're talking about, you know, this the the whole idea of COVID. You know, no nobody wants to touch nobody. Nobody wants to be around nobody. You know, everybody's spending for themselves. I just went to the grocery store today, just this morning, right? Uh, and I had a moment. I had a moment. I was in Target, and I'm the eighth person in line. I'm in Target, and I had a lady come by and was like, "Hey, where did you get that disinfectant wipe?" And I was like, oh, I was on that counter right over there, you know, but you a little bit late, you know, and, and here's the thing. Um, um, I, I have already, I had already been to three different stores and got a bunch of disinfected wipes. Mm-hmm. Right. But in that moment, you know what I'm saying? I, all I can hear is the voice of my wife. Like, listen, you need to go ahead and get us some disinfected wipes because we ain't finna get out, be out here and get the Rona. Right. Mm-hmm. So what do I do in that moment? Does this woman have children? Does this woman have a family? You know, does this, who, what is, who is this person? Mm-hmm. Do I know them? I asked one question. I asked one question. Who are you going home to? And she began to tell me a little bit of life. That's all I needed. Bam. There you go. That's you right there. You know, I mean, what if we had more people and more things like that happen in our world? Mm-hmm. I mean, the smile on this woman's face mm-hmm. was picturesque. Mm-hmm. It was incredible. I mean, it has me go. I mean, yeah, I'm an extrovert. I'm an uber extrovert. I don't need oh, a whole lot of coaxing to have a lot of energy. But still, I mean, thinking about that just makes me go. And that's what we need in our world right now. I mean, let's be honest. Uh, uh, Tierra, you are uh, an African-American woman. You're wearing the, the African earrings. You're wearing them nice right now, right? I'm an African-American male. And um, here's the thing. Um, we got a lot of racial tension, a lot of racial um, uh, inequality going on. And what's the answer, right? What's the answer to all of this? Maybe we should prefer others above ourselves. Right. Maybe we should start listening to the stories of other people. Maybe we should take our pain and say our pain is real, right? Our pain is valid, mm-hmm. but also recognize that the pain of the other person is also valid. And sit down, slow down, and be willing to step in, take a deep dive into their story, mm-hmm. to understand where they're coming from, to think that if I help them, 
they'll be better and I'll be better too. Mm -hmm. I will learn, I will grow, I will expand because they're learning, they're growing and they're expanding. Right. And once we have that type of collaboration, we can have that type of momentum together, not being self-serving and protective of our own hurts and pains, but being able to be vulnerable a little bit, have a little bit of, uh, of, 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 of uh, what's the word? Um, courage, you know, to, to lean into a little bit of our own shame and our own mistakes and, uh, and, and then become human together. Mm -hmm. um, that's what servant leadership is all about. Um, servant leadership is, um, I, I've got, I've got a couple of definitions for servant leadership, but, um, this isn't a definition, but it is the theme. It is the goal of servant leadership. It's a quote by Dr. Brene Brown. Absolutely love this quote. Um, it's in her book, Daring Greatly. Uh, connection is the energy that exists between people when they feel seen, heard, and valued, when they can give and receive without judgment, and they can derive strength and sustenance from the relationship. How do you get something like that? How do you get that level of connection? Mm -hmm. Well, you got to prefer others above yourself. Mm -hmm. You prefer others above yourself. They're going to feel like they're seen, heard, and valued as servant leadership. When you prefer others above your self, they're going to see that in this relationship, they don't have to worry about being hurt. They don't have to worry about feeling judged. That's servant leadership. When you're in a relationship with other people that you, put, you prefer them above yourself, no one is going to feel like they're going to be weak. They're going to derive strength and sustenance from your relationship. It's not about being a punk. It's not about just laying down and letting people walk over you. It's about analyzing what they need seeing what their cares are and taking the time and the opportunity and the energy to meet those needs fully and say, Hey, I'm here for you. I see your worth. I see your value. And I want to see you succeed. That's what servant leadership is all about. Yeah. And I know too, in order for you to be a good leader, you have to be a servant first. And a lot of people, they just, they want to lead, but they don't know how to be servants. And I'm like, well, servants, you know, too, is part of leadership. You got to, you know, you got to be on these people level to, in order to understand them, in order to relate to the people that you're trying to lead. So um, I'm glad you actually really went into it and broke it down because like a lot of people don't really understand what service leadership is. They don't know um, the importance of it. Everybody wants to be a leader, but in order to be a leader, leader too, you must also be a servant. So I agree. There's a, there's a quote. I don't know who wrote this, um, uh, but it's been said a lot, but it's a powerful, powerful thought. Um, if service is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. Mm -hmm. I'll say that again because it's just so stinking good. If service <laughs> is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. Uh, you can't grasp leadership if you're not willing to take a knee. Um, and, and I realized that in my military career, which is an interesting place to learn that lesson, mm -hmm. uh, in a place where they talk about power and authority and rank structures to be able to find a person who's willing to really jump in the foxhole with you and take bullets and take fire with you and say, Hey, we're going to do this thing together. Um, that's because you care about their life as well as your own. And you want to see them come home, whatever home is for that individual. Now, I mean, yes, it's in a military war type mentality. But home for someone could be, you know, being able to have enough money to raise their child. You know, home could be this goal, this five-year goal that they have, that they want to be able to uh, have success. A home could be raising their child and be able to get them to college. 
uh, whatever their goal is. I mean, there's a range of things. Um, but if we allow uh, uh, service to be over ourselves and not beneath, if, 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 if we continue to keep it beneath us, um, you know, we're going to find some trouble. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, talk, I talk about that a lot. Um, there's some places that you can hear me talking about that more. Well, awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been fun. Your journey and your experience with us. So tell our listeners how we can get in contact with you and I will share the social media handles for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's a couple of things. Um, you know, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter. Oh, okay. He's popping up. Oh, snap. Okay. Uh, hit me up on Twitter, Serving Leader. Um, you know, LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. I'm a LinkedIn fanatic. Um, you can hit me up there. Uh, Lyle's Hard. I'm the only one out there. Um, services Power is our, our podcast. Um, so if you want to hear more about that services beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. Talk about it there um, in a couple of episodes back to back. And then, of course, our, uh, our company, Impact Servant Leadership. Um, you can find us in all of our services. And, you know, we got blogs and we got videos, a lot of other stuff. Uh, that's on uh, the website there. So come check us out. Uh, we'd love to hear from you, answer any questions that you have. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll be in touch. And how can we get your ebook? Oh, get the ebook. Listen, you're going to have to go on to uh, Impact Sermon Leadership and drop me a note and say, hey, you want a copy of the ebook? Um, yeah, go to impactsermonleadership.com, hit up the, um, hit up the, uh, uh, the comment area and uh, say, hey, you know, want a copy of uh, Full Service and I'll be able to get it to you. Awesome. Awesome. And if you guys, if you want to get in contact with me, you can do so by calling me. My number is 910-317-0396. You can send me an email at contact at mjfinancial.biz. You can schedule a consultation or visit my website, www.mjfinancial.biz. You can find this episode on Anchor, you guys, and you can also find this episode or the video on the YouTube channel for MJ Financial Management. So thank you again, Mr. Lau, for being on the show. I highly appreciate you. It's been my honor to serve. Thank you. And all right, you guys, and thank you for your service. I haven't told you that for our country. We highly appreciate you. It's been and, my honor to serve there as well. And you guys, we will see you on the next episode of Tips with Tea. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoy the podcast channel, please become a supporter. Your support helps me to bring you more tips with tea. I greatly appreciate it and this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you.